Let's be honest, if you're looking for a copywriting guru, if you're looking for the king of the mountain, top of the hill, cream of the crop, something of a tree, something of a tree, maybe. If you're looking for that kind of guy, I'm not the guy for you. If you're looking for the six figures in six months kind of copywriting guru, I'm not the guy for you. Um, technically, I could tell you the six figures in six months thing, but my entire, <laughs> my entire premium, platinum, you know, flagship course would consist of two steps, two steps. The first one would be find successful internet marketers who appreciate copywriting. Number two, convince them to hire you. That's it. Um, although I guess, I guess if I threw in some email templates, there's a light bulb idea. If I threw in some email templates, I've got a kind of system there. The John Holt six figures in six. Oh, that is a light. In fact, actually, <laughs> light bulb. Um, terrible. I regret doing that instantly. Um, yeah, so I'm not the guy for you, but if you are a one-man band, as a new copywriter, if you're a one-man band and you're the freelancer, you're the business owner, service provider, doing everything, you know, you're, you're up to your neck in Facebook ad guidelines, you're filling out content planners and you're swearing at Canva as you try and put together a banner design, if you're that kind of guy or gal, I can probably help you sell more stuff. I could probably help you create messages that resonate with your audience and compel them to act. I could probably do that. That's as pitchy as this is going to get, by the way. The reason I say this is because something happened this week. I, I got a negative comment about something, and my natural instinct wasn't to talk about it because I thought, oh, the, the, the people I hang around with have this kind of stuff together. They know how to deal with this kind of stuff. They put it in perspective. It's fine. As a copywriter, you're kind of used to putting your best effort into a piece of work, handing it to somebody, and then 10 minutes later, them coming back going, no, I didn't like this. Here's what you should change. So you build up that kind of resilience. You know what, forget copywriting. As a magician, you know, you can't work for drunk corporate audiences for 10 years without developing the ability to take a bit of flack. You know, and I count, it's obviously, it's obviously, as a bit of flack, that kind of constructive criticism. Um, but I realise that a lot of people who work on their own, you know, when you work on your own, you're doing everything yourself, you're a one-man band, everything becomes personal. And I wanted to talk about this because um, I thought it might help you guys because my whole thing about insert gag here is, is it's not really about you need to be funny, here's why you should be funny, here's how to be funny. Funny gets money, that kind of thing. I mean, there's a certain amount of truth to that. But the bigger message is, how would I do this? You know, you've got to give people a reason to choose you. Those are the two phrases I always come back to. How would I do this? And you've got to give people a reason to choose you and you've got to separate yourself. So when I think about the lone wolf doing this and battling every day and putting it everything together, it can be really hurtful. I know that as a magician, I felt that whenever I got negative comments or snide comments and stuff like that, I felt it. And it's difficult to process this kind of stuff. So I want to kind of help you with that. So that's why I'm going to talk about it today. So firstly, a little bit of context. So last episode was the one where I talked about funnels. I had this idea after working on funnels for a year, I thought that the way a lot of business owners go about creating a suite of offers, as I called it, was a little bit wrong. That when you start the free stuff and the low-end stuff, even though you're comfortable saying, can you give me $7 for this? When you start progressing and start trying to add value and turn that $7 offer into a 10,000 one in a way that naturally flows, it becomes really hard. And you often end up with something that you don't want to sell. A $10,000 offer that, while it's got value, is far off your course. So if you missed that, go back and listen to that. So my idea was, 
start at the end. Even if you're not ready to say, can you give me $10,000? Even if that fills you with fear. Just just create your $10,000 offer or your $5,000 offer. Get it in your head, write it down, nobody has to know, and then work backwards. Taking value off is a lot easier than trying to add value and make it bigger and double it in impact and value, that kind of stuff. So that was my idea. I thought it was okay and I thought it might be useful. Got a couple of comments from people um, who said it was really good. One person even said it was insane block capitals value. So that was nice. Um, but I got a couple of negative comments as well. One was quite reasoned and said it was bad advice to tell beginner people in business to think about high ticket offers. They don't know what they are, they don't know what it needs to be and stuff like that. That's an okay, I can take that. But then I just got another one that just said this is stupid. This is ridiculous. I'm like, what? But the thing is, I don't know why our bodies are programmed for this, but we naturally focus on the negative and we forget about the nice ones. So that's the only one I think of, this negative one that's very unhelpful. And we have this problem in business. And I think this kind of negativity, it stings. There's no way to not sting. And the more you put yourself out there and the more of you you put out there, the more it stings when you get negative comments back. So it's easy to steal Ty Lopez's six figures in six seconds funnel system or his email sequence. I don't know if he has one, by the way, I'm just guessing. So if Ty Lopez has got this six figures in six seconds email template and you put it out there and you just fill in a few blanks and it doesn't work or you get a negative comment, then it's not you that's at fault. You just did the blanks, it's the system. So it doesn't sting as much. And it's the same when we do Facebook posts and we copy ideas and templates. And there's nothing too bad about templates, but the more you follow these structured systems and you hold yourself back, the less it stings when you get negative comments. If you were to sit down and write a Facebook post that was poured your heart and soul into and you said, you know what, this is why I do this. These are the people that really light me up. This is, this is what lights me up about my work and this is why I've been on this journey and this is what I want to do and this is the change I want to impact and these are the people I want to impact. And you put your heart and soul into this Facebook post and you put it out and if it didn't get enough likes, it didn't get enough shares or even if you got a negative comment, that would really sting because there's no armor. There's no Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez is not coming to protect you. There's no system to protect you. So when the arrow comes, it goes straight in there and it really hurts. So I get why you need to people hold back from putting themselves in their posts. And this isn't about radical honesty. You don't need to say, I've just been for a dump. You don't need to do that kind of stuff. Um, okay. Again, it's this idea of you've got to give people a reason to choose you. And at some point, you've got to break free from everybody else. And it's not about anything gimmicky. You don't have to be the only, you know, the one-handed taxidermist who also speaks Portuguese. You don't have to look for gimmicks. You just have to give people a reason to choose you. And I know it feels like that I'm going to give you a magic bullet to stop these arrows hurting, but I'm not. But you do need to do it. It happens to everybody. And this is why standing on stage and speaking in front of an audience and being a comedian is most people's living nightmare. Because you're there on your own with nothing to protect you. And it's the same in social posts. You just have to build up your reps. Exactly what comedians do. They get on stage night after night after night, test material, they tweak it, they come back, they do this. And this is the kind of playful attitude you need to have. And I know it seems like a far stretch, but the, the best thing you can do is just get into the habit of doing it. You don't have to be radically honest and take naked pictures of yourself to be that guy. You just need to put a little bit of you into your stuff. Just feel a little bit nervous when you put stuff out and own it. 
and this is why I do stuff and be proud of that and just build up the reps every single day. This isn't a magic bullet, but there are three reasons why you need to do this. And so the first one is, and I don't like using the word attracts because it kind of sounds spiritual and woo-woo and that's not what I mean. But if you want the best method for attracting people into your world that you're meant to work with, the ones that you're really gonna love working with, dream clients, if you want to attract those, there is no better way of doing that than putting a little bit of yourself into your content. Of adding this touch of how would I do this? Letting the world see you. And this sounds very Instagrammy and wishy-washy, but honestly, the more you get into this, the, let's be honest, like, not to harp on about 2020 and COVID and stuff like that, but now everybody has a Zoom account. Everybody has been opened up to this idea of working from home. Now, more than ever, you need to give people a reason to choose you. So let yourself out there. And the more of this you do, not necessarily the radical honesty, like I say, you don't need to be, you know, you have to live stream every single second of your day. But when you put yourself out there, dream clients notice it. And they might not comment, they might not like it, they might not share it, they might not email you and say, oh my God, that was awesome. But they know, it goes in their head. So when they're thinking about looking for a taxidermist, they're gonna go, oh, I remember. He was the guy, yeah, he's the only one for me. You may never hear about this, but if you want the number one way to attract perfect people into your crowd, being yourself and thinking, how would I do this, is the way to go. So the second reason is kind of allied to this is, there's, if you want the best way to repel nightmare clients, being yourself is the only way to go. And I know this sounds like exactly the same point as number one, but it's not, it's different. Think about the amount of times you've emailed somebody back and forth, shared Facebook messages, oh, let's hop on a call. And the moment you hop on a call with them, you go, oh, this guy's gonna be a nightmare. This, this person is gonna be a nightmare. And you wish, oh, I've just wasted all that time. I sent him an email, I looked at his stuff, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. The amount of time. Imagine if, it, you know what? You would pay good money to have a filter that automatically banished nightmare clients from your life, wouldn't you? To not have to answer the email, to not have to hop on a discovery call to tell somebody, no, no more. To not have to finagle your way out of an arrangement because you're three weeks in and suddenly realize, God, oh, God that kind of thing. So, but that's what this will do. When you start putting yourself out there and you start saying, how would I do this? And that kind of stuff. When you start doing that, you naturally repel the nightmare clients. So you get less inquiries, but you get less nightmare ones as well, which is great. Nobody will look at your content and mistake what it's gonna be like to work with you. So you can swear in your posts. You can do weird stuff in your posts. You can talk about that thing. And you, repelling people but bringing the dream ones closer and the last one is if getting dream clients and repelling the nightmare ones isn't enough the last one is this and it's this idea of building a brand building a brand and this might annoy quite a few people who work in branding and stuff like that but branding isn't about the logo it's not about your letterhead it's not about anything like that branding is think of branding how do people talk about you when you're not there? It's all well and good that you've got a 30 second or 60 second pitch to stand up with at a networking meeting and say, I'm John, I'm a comedian, I'm a copywriter, I'm quite funny. And I think that's my brand I'm chucking out into the world. But really what only counts is what do they say when I'm not there? At the next meeting when I'm not there and somebody says, I thought there was a copywriter here. What are they saying? That kind of thing. And the best way to do that is get the daily reps in. 
and put more of your stuff out there. This is, I'm John, I'm a copywriter. I think humor is quite a powerful weapon. This is why I do it. Here's, how, here's a guide to how to do it. I put stuff out there. This is why I'm never afraid of putting stuff out into my Google Drive of awesomeness. I put my best stuff out there. I give them exactly what I think will work. I don't hold back. I don't say, I've got an email sequence, blah, blah, blah. I say, this is what I think will work. This is what I'm thinking of. These are the ideas I have. Have them, take them, that's fine. I want you to know every single thing that's going on in my head so that you know I'm right for you. And that's my brand. And I get people saying, oh, the Google Drive of awesomeness was great. I love this, I love this, this is solid. And that builds your brand. It's not a letterhead, it's not a logo, it's not a business card. And you do this by putting yourself out there and giving people the real version of you so that they can tell other people about you. If you have the template or you have the system and you've got the Ty Lopez system, it's all well and good, but it doesn't give people a thing, well, he's, he's a copywriter, but well, he kind of does the same thing as that guy because I've seen that over there. So if you want to build a brand, you want to build a brand that people talk about and are able to talk about and differentiate you from everybody else, then getting in the habit of just putting yourself out there is the best way to go. So it attracts new clients, it repels nightmare ones, and it automatically builds a brand as you go because you're putting your ideas out there. Those are the three reasons, three reasons, if you need even more, um, to keep up with this, even with negative comments. And here's the offer I make for you. So if you are putting yourself out there and you do write a sales post or an email sequence or anything like that, and you do get a negative comment, email me at john at insertgaghere.com and I will give you a virtual high five for being you because you need a reward for that kind of thing. So don't suffer alone with this kind of stuff. And I know it sounds like nothing, but honestly, email me at john at insertgaghere.com. If you put yourself out there, if you're brave enough to do that, and you don't feel it went as well as you'd like, and you want a little bit of a pick-me-up, email me and I'll give you one. Sound fair? So don't hold back on this kind of stuff. Don't let negative comments hold you back. Be honest, be real, give people the best of what you've got. That will create your brand. It will attract people to you and repel the nightmare clients. It's a win-win. Doesn't make it easy when the nasty comments come, but it's, um, it's the only business plan that's gonna help in 2021. So I hope you found that useful. Continue being you, because nobody does it better. That almost sounds like a sign off. And now I've ruined it by talking after it. Just gonna stare off into the distance. <laughs>